Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to be talking about a couple technical things. These are some frequently asked questions that I get from my clients generally earlier in their journey with me when they first join the app and they first join a workout program or first join private coaching with me. These are some of the things that I don't necessarily talk about or go into when a client first starts working with me because technical things are not the things that are going to make or break your fitness journey. They are important as you go, but I don't necessarily open with these things. When I first start working with a client, I want to be focused on hitting their protein, getting their mindset right, starting to figure out what kind of a routine they can stick to making sure the workout program is conducive to their goals and the time that they have and all of that kind of stuff. And then these more technical little details come into play a little bit later. But these are not like my favorite things to talk about just for that reason, because they don't make or break your fitness journey. They're not things that I don't want to say they're not important, but they're not as important as consistency and as routine and things like that. These are some things that you might have seen or you might see on social media that are just like put on reels or put out in posts like content that some influencers, um, personal trainers, whatever you want to call us, will use to kind of get attention, but they're like these shiny objects. So I want to make very clear, <laughs> very it's very important that you know that these things have a little bit of importance, absolutely, especially we're going to be talking, for example, about rest times in your workouts, pre-workout meals, stretching before and after a workout, and which weights to use for your workouts. Those are kind of the topics for today. Stretching, I would say, is the most important out of those four things, like stretching before and after a workout, what to do. That would be maybe the most important thing, and that's because stretching is important for mobility, obviously, longevity, having a healthy body. The other things we're going to talk about are just kind of meh. They don't really matter as long as you're being consistent. So consistency being number one, macros, number two, water, getting some sleep and, you know, getting your workouts in consistently and making sure you're lifting weights. Those are most important. But these are, like I said, some frequently asked questions that I definitely want to touch on and give my two cents on. I, like I said, I don't love these technical things. I think a lot of this stuff is so, it's, it, let me, I don't know how to say this. It can't be talked about honestly in this broad of a, an arena because, I mean, I'm going to try to talk about it the best I can, but it's hard because people that say like the rest time needs to be one minute between a superset and two minutes between, you know, or one minute within a superset and two minutes in between a superset and just like these exact reps and the exact sets and the exact rest times, like, that's bullshit. That doesn't matter. So if someone is making you feel like this is the only way to do it, that's just not, that's just not 
real. That's not accurate. It just, it totally depends on the person. It totally depends on so many things. And so it's, it's hard to talk about these things and be honest because these probably aren't the answers that you want to hear. You want to hear an exact time and you want to hear an exact pre-workout meal and exactly how to stretch and exactly what weight to use. And that's not what I'm going to tell you, but I am going to give you some good pointers and some good places to start. So the first thing we are going to talk about is rest times. I'm going to kind of break this up into a couple of different examples of when you would need to rest. So the first example I'm going to give is rest times within a superset and rest times in between supersets. If you're not familiar with what a superset is, a superset is when you are doing more than one exercise back to back. So let's say you are doing squats and you are doing bicep curls. Those are very random exercises to put together. Sometimes I like random, but they're not generally going to be put together, but they are very basic and I'm simple to say, and so I'm just going to go with it. So let's say you have three sets of supersets, bicep curls, supersetted with squats, 10 of each, and you're going to do that three times. So in this example, you would perform 10 reps of bicep curls, 10 reps of squats, rest, and then you would do that again, rest, and do that again, and then you would go into your next superset. So I get a lot of questions about how long should I rest between that, right? You're doing your bicep curls, you're doing your squats, and then it says to rest. How long? I like to do a solid minute, minute and a half for myself in between that time period. That's because for me, I'm lifting pretty heavy and I want to make sure I'm recovered enough to grab my weights and do that next superset, my set of bicep curls and squats again with really good form, most importantly. I want to be tired enough that I'm working hard, but I don't want to be so tired that I'm just like, my form sucks. I'm going to hurt myself. I'm not getting any benefit from it, right? So make sure you rest an adequate amount of time. I would say minute, minute and a half. So you do your superset, rest a minute, minute and a half. You do your superset, rest a minute, minute and a half. Do your superset. Then you're done with that chunk, right? Now you're moving on to the next. I personally, again, like to rest about two to three minutes in between supersets. This allows me to re-rack my weights. Yes, I'm a stickler about that, even in my own garage by myself. I grab my other weights. I look at my superset, get mentally prepared, rest my body, figure out which muscles I'm going to use, right? Get ready. Make sure I am rested enough to pick those weights back up and move on to the next superset. So, The important thing here is just to remember that you want to be fatigued. Yes, you want to be struggling. You want to be working hard. You don't want to sit there for five, 10 minutes and just dick around on your phone. But you do want to rest a little bit and you want to make sure that you have rested enough to pick up your weights and do complete the next superset with really good form. If you are not supersetting and you are just simply doing three sets of 10 squats onto three sets of 10 RDLs onto three sets of 10 leg extensions. If you're not supersetting with anything, that's a little bit different. The goal with a superset, if you think about it in our first example was you're doing 10 bicep curls and then you're doing 10 squats. Well, your biceps get to rest while you're doing the squats and they get to rest during the rest time. So there's a lot of rest in there for your biceps already. When you're doing three sets of 10 squats before 
moving on to the next body part, your legs and your whatever muscle group you're using for that particular set is going to be more fatigued. So especially if you're lifting heavier, generally when you're doing three sets of something before moving on to the next with no supersetting, you are doing that with the goal of building muscle. You do want to increase your rest time. Not going to give you an exact time. Just make sure that you are fully recovered before you pick up the weight to perform your next move. That's most important. I'm not just going to give you a time and have you stick to it because I want you to be well rested so that you can use good form moving on to your next exercises. Next up is pre-workout meals. What do I eat before a workout, Christy? I get this question all of the time. And this depends on the person. Every single time it depends on the person. So it depends on what time you're working out mostly. So if you're working out in the morning, it's good to have a snack. I don't prefer fasted workouts, fasted cardio. I don't, that doesn't necessarily burn any more fat. You're not going to see results faster. It's kind of BS as far as I'm concerned. So if you want to get the most from your workouts, the most from your day, the most out of your energy, even have energy, we're doing this for longevity and for the long term. So eat some freaking food before your workout. The best thing to have before your workout is carbs because carbs are a quick digesting energy source that your body can use for your workout. Did you hear me? Carbs are a good, (laughs) quick digesting energy source your body can use for your workout. Your body digests carbs very, very quickly. That's why when you eat something sugary or even fruit or something, you love it. It's addicting. It's good. And generally, it doesn't fill you up that much. You want more and you want more and you want more. It's because your body digests it very, very quickly, which is great to have right before a workout. I usually like to have a little bit of protein, not necessarily because it's great to have pre-workout, but because I like to have protein with every single thing that I eat to make sure that I hit my protein goal for the day. So some good pre-workout sources are toast and peanut butter, apple and peanut butter, banana, If you want to have that with like a hard boiled egg for a little protein and a little more substance, that's great. Rice cake with chocolate hummus on top, Uh, protein granola with some soy milk, regular milk. I can't really have regular milk, so I have soy milk. Um, Let's see. My favorite, the Kodiak mug cups. They have a little bit of protein, quite a few carbs, which are perfect. They're so sweet. A lot of people like bodybuilders and like really, you know, serious workout people will have pop tarts rice krispie treats i don't necessarily recommend that because it's straight up sugar and a lot of people just don't really need that but hey if you've got some pop tarts in the car and you're headed to the gym go for it honey on a rice cake honey is straight up sugar so honey is great to have before you work out i say all this stuff and what i really will have before i work out personally is kodiak mug cup or a little i love built bars and they have built bites, which are like half of a built bar. I think it's eight grams of protein and I don't know how many carbs, but it's a really good tiny little workout, pre-workout snack. So those are really good things to have. Think a quick carbs snack. Same goes for after work. If you're, you know, you eat work or you eat lunch at noon and you leave work at four, you're starving, you're going to the gym, eat a quick digesting snack like that. And then after your workout, have a shake to recover. My favorite is the first form, Formula One. It's low temperature processed to maintain the nutrients and it's a fast digesting protein to repair your muscles. I love the taste. I love how it works. It's smooth. It actually 
it's I actually see results from it. So that's my favorite post workout shake and actually meal because honestly, I'm lazy. I hate to cook. I hate to make fancy things. So after my workout, I'm freaking tired. I want to make something sweet and good and smooth and drink it. And it's protein. I actually add collagen in. So it's about 35 grams of protein for my post-workout shake. If you are, if you've been eating all day or you work out at two o'clock and you just ate at noon, a pre-workout meal isn't necessary. Again, if you want to eat something that's carbs, fast digesting to instantly give you energy to fuel your workout, go for it. But a pre-workout meal isn't always necessary. Next frequently asked question is, how do I stretch before and after my workout? This also has been something that I have played around with myself and for my clients. And the best way I can answer this, and this is as true as it's going to come for me, is I personally don't like static stretching before a workout not a lot of it anyway. Static stretching is where you bend over and touch your toes and you hold it there for a count of 10. It's something that you just, you get to the position, you hold it, count to 10, come back up and do it again. That's static stretching where you're just holding still. I find that, and it makes sense, if your muscles aren't already warmed up and you're pulling yourself into a position like that with a quote unquote cold muscle, you could pull that muscle. And it's just not that beneficial to get in that position, hold it. You're basically just lengthening your muscle, which is fine. But before a workout, I would prefer you and myself to do what's called dynamic stretching. This is like controlled movement. You perform the movement to the limit of your range of motion to prepare your muscles and not fatigue your muscles. So These are like controlled leg swings, arm swings, jogging, high kicks or knee kicks, um, butt kicks, just simple movements that are not, you know, you're not going for full out sprints. You're not going for a three mile run, whatever. You don't even, you can walk like things where you're moving a little bit, getting your blood flowing, getting your muscles ready and warmed up. Think not just lengthening your muscles, which is static stretching. Think actually preparing your muscle for the workout. That being said, I don't want you doing a ton of this because the goal is to prepare your muscles, not fatigue your muscles. If you're doing a freaking 15-minute warm-up routine, I mean, if especially if you're just starting out in your workout routine, like that's just not necessary. Your body's going to be freaking tired after 15 minutes and you still have your whole workout to do. So I just suggest doing a couple arm swings, leg swings, a couple like different squats, Um, Just moving your body a little bit in any way that kind of feels good to you. If you're doing an upper body workout, of course, do more arm swings than leg swings. Do arm circles. Do, you know, more upper body movements. If you're doing more lower body movements, then do some lunges, move around, things like that. But keep your body moving before your workout. And then after your workout to cool down, you can hold in those static stretching positions. But don't warm up so much that you are fatigued. That's not the idea. Think warming up and preparing your muscles, not fatiguing your muscles. And lastly, what weight to use? This is my, if I had to probably pick a question that, I don't like to get. (laughs) It's this one. Like, Christy, which weights do I need to use? And it's so hard because sometimes I don't even know you when you purchase my program. Don't get me wrong. I love that you're asking me questions and I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you a suggestion. But 
I, if I've never seen you, I don't know how old you are, how much you weigh, what your goals are. If you've ever worked out before in your life, and some of my clients I do, some of you I don't when you first come to me. And so when you ask, what weight do I use? I'm like, I have no idea. I remember first starting with like fives and 10 pound dumbbells for bicep curls. I probably used fives and tens for squats because God forbid I lift heavy weight and get quote unquote bulky and look quote unquote manly, whatever that means. But I would say to start out using a lighter weight at first, if you're starting one of my programs the first week or two, start out light. I've had ladies start with three pound dumbbells. I've had ladies start with 10 pound dumbbells. So it depends on your your abilities. There's nothing wrong. There's no right or wrong. So just start with what you think and you can always bump up in weights. I would rather have you start slower because I think we always think like 15s, that's not very heavy. And then even I did that this morning, I picked it up and I was like, yeah, no, that's too heavy for today. So it's best to have more dumbbells to start with, but I understand if you're on a budget and you don't really know what to start with, I would say go to the store, grab some five pound dumbbells, grab some 10 pound dumbbells and start with those. You can always bump up. As you are starting a new program or you have a new workout program for you and you don't really know what workout like or what set of weights would be best, pick up that weight, pick up a certain weight of dumbbells and do a couple reps and see how you feel. Worst case, and this is actually something I do often if it's if it's scheduled for three sets of 10 reps and you pick up the 10 pounds and you do eight reps and you literally can't move them anymore and your form is going to hell, then put those weights down, pick up the fives and do a couple with those. Like there's nothing wrong with trying to bump up and realizing, yeah, I'm not ready yet and going back down. So you... You probably have heard people say like you want the last two to three reps of each set to be really hard and you, <laughs> I love, do you love when that voice comes out where I'm like, oh, all of a sudden I get so aggressive. But I've heard coaches say that and personal trainers say that like the last two to three reps should be really challenging and you should hardly be able to move. And I, I'm just not all about that. I don't, I want you to rest enough to where you feel like you can actually complete the sets for God's sake. God forbid you enjoy working out and you don't feel like you're going to actually die the whole time. That was me with Beachbody and I started to not like it. So yes, I want you to challenge yourself. But the last two to three reps, if you don't feel, if you finish the 10 reps that I have scheduled for you and you're like, yeah, I could really keep do like another 10, then absolutely that weight is too light for you. Bump up. But if you get to the end and you're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Stay there for a while. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you were to be curling bicep curls with 10 pounds, you try to go up to 15 and you're like, wow, that's a really big difference, a really big jump. I can't do that. Grab the 10s and do a full rep and then go back down and do a half rep or add a pulse, something like that to make it a little more difficult without bumping up in actual weight, just to make sure that's kind of an in-between to make it a little more challenging without going up in weights. But for me to say, what weight should you use for a specific workout for a specific exercise. It's just really hard for me to know that without being in the gym with you and watching you. And honestly, what I really care about is your form. You can use a weight that is way too light for you. And if you go slow enough, 
and you really focus your mind on the muscle group that you are using and you really use that specific muscle to move the weight you could almost do the the movement with no weight and you will feel it if next time you do a bicep curl if you actually take your eyeballs and stare at your bicep and basically make your bicep move to contract to pull that weight up with your hand it will be completely different than when you're just standing in the mirror or standing staring at the wall or talking to your kids or watching tv and you're doing that you will feel it so much more so there's different ways you can do it without having necessarily worry about if you're choosing the right weight. So most importantly, have good form and really think about that mind-muscle connection and make the muscle that you are trying to use work. That's most important. So I hope that these were some good general answers to these questions. It's actually a good thing that these answers are general because it means that they matter, but not so much that it's going to make or break you, right? I remember doing beach body workouts and being like, you have to take this pre-workout 30 minutes before you work out. And this isn't just beach body, by the way. This is any company that's like telling you to do things that make it sound like if you don't, you won't get the results that you want. But anyway, I used to think that I had to take a pre-workout 30 minutes before my workout and I had to have creatine in it or my whole workout was going to waste. And then I couldn't hardly rest, you know, hands on your knees, get up, get up, move, 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 push, push, push. You can do it. Just screaming the whole workout. I'm exhausted. My form is terrible. And then after my workout, I'm like, I have to drink this pro or yeah, this protein shake within 30 minutes or it's past the window, I guess, where my body can even use it. I don't know. I thought I had to, you know, do a, yeah, post-workout shake like right afterwards just for best results. And I had to stretch and I had to do a yoga day and I had to do everything like just absolutely perfect and I had to be moving up in weights every single week and it's just so exhausting and I'll be honest when I just put that all that shit to the side and just focused on consistency and all of the other things that I talk about I've built my best body because I don't really worry about those small things anymore because they don't really matter a lot in the long run so while I want you to take these answers and really digest them and believe me, they're 100% true, I want you to also know that if you don't do them exactly accurate, if you don't eat any of those things I mentioned before your workout, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> Trust me. So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, please, please leave a rating and a review and screenshot what's on your screen. Tag me. Share it on social media. I love chatting with you guys and I really love the rating and the reviews. It helps the show grow. It helps me to reach more of you and I appreciate it so much. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review and of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time. Oh,